Welcome to 10 Minutes, a Breakout Investor Podcast. Today, we are providing an update on Smith Micro, ticker SMSI. And of course, the best person to do an update for this company is Breakout Investor Aaron Warwick. But first, a disclaimer. No one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. This podcast is for information purposes only. Before investing in any company's stock, you must do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investors Discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much of the research content is free. After registering and logging in, use the search bar at the top right of any page. Type in the ticker and the result will give you a link to the research post with this podcast and to other discussion and research relating to today's company. Now to our topic, Smith Micro, ticker SMSI. Aaron, there's been many developments at the company. Uh, We're watching it very closely, and you recently wrote an article for Seeking Alpha. What can you tell us to bring us up to speed on Smith Micro? Well, yeah, there's been a lot of things that have happened in the last couple of weeks um, within our own community, with others that we collaborate with. And I've been following the company now for three or four years. And uh, I I have to say that the last couple of weeks, the level of detail how deeply we've we've dove into researching uh, Smith Micro has been unparalleled, uh, and this you know that's saying a lot because groups that we collaborate with know Smith Micro very well. So there's been a lot of developments. Um, I think all of them are extremely positive. And if, if you don't mind, Scott, I think I, the best way to handle it is just going uh, carrier by carrier. All right, thanks. Okay, well, I actually I'm I'm going to start with uh, Verizon because there's been some positive developments that have happened there. Um, People that have been following the company are aware that a couple of months ago, Smith Micro purchased a vast carrier business. And uh, so with that, they inherited a contract with Verizon. Now, let's just be clear on that. Uh, Avast uh, was providing service to Verizon. Smith bought Avast's business that provided this service. And so now Verizon is a customer of Smith. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. And, and what I find to be encouraging is that on the last conference call, uh, the CEO, Bill Smith, mentioned that uh, Smith is working with Verizon uh, on offering a, a more robust product offering. The Verizon family safety offering, quite frankly, was was fairly mediocre. Uh, a lot of the bells and whistles that Smith can offer are not currently part of of what Verizon offers their customers. And one of the things uh, that I liked to hear the most is they talked, Bill Smith talked about uh, talking with uh, Verizon about marketing initiatives, which I think is extremely important because, you know, Smith has been around the block on this before with, uh, with Sprint and the safe and found product, which was the SMSI offering and were highly successful with that. In fact, more successful than any carrier has been with any of their family safety offerings in terms of the ability to really ramp that up and to market it. So the fact that Verizon seems to be talking uh, with Smith about this to me is extremely positive. All right. So let's just review that. Uh, Smith bought the Avast business. And in the context of that, <clears throat> Smith has disclosed that they are having active conversations with Verizon. And these active conversations uh, are consistent with the idea that Smith has the best offering, has the best success in this space, 
And what your understanding is that Verizon seems very receptive to that. As a matter of fact, I think you've talked about the two parties uh, discussing a product pipeline. Verizon has significant plans for a robust app. Now, what have you heard that makes you think that there's reason to be excited about this, that something's going to be happening in the near term? What catalysts do you see with Verizon? Yeah, it's interesting you ask about that because uh, people got really excited and SMSI investors got really excited back in July. There was uh, a Smith uh, executive that was making a presentation about Safe Path Drive, which is uh, an offering that Smith can add on to the basic family safety app. Um, and it would it can do things like monitor how your children are driving, the, the risks that they're taking, alert you if they were to get in an accident. Do I also understand that you can use this application to make sure that your kid is not texting while driving? Yeah, I believe so. So it's 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 a very much you know that the gist of it is uh, a lot of us are concerned as parents um, with our children and driving and the phone becoming a distraction. And so, sort of the marketing behind this is that the phone can actually provide you with more safety and and uh, you know if you have this offering and can give you more information than you've ever been able to have, you know, unless you just follow your kid around town. It sounds like a fantastic hook. If, if, if you offer a mother the ability to make sure her son is not texting while driving, I think she'd pay for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said on this um, presentation, Smith did that their, their research said that parents would pay up to like $15 a month uh, just for that. So I think that would be something that the carriers would be quite interested in offering. And in fact, you know, in, in doing some of this deep research over the past couple of weeks, um, I'm actually of the belief that that Verizon is probably the first carrier that's going to offer this um, with in, in, in partnership with Smith. Uh, now, we don't know that for sure. It's, there's some speculation there, triangulation that's going on. But uh, and there was an expectation originally from that presentation that I mentioned with the Smith, exec, Smith executive that uh, this product would come out by the end of July. Um, Smith has said that that has been delayed uh, by the carrier. It's still planned. And so, you know, it's really possible to see that uh, come out any day at this point, it seems. All right. To summarize, uh, on Verizon, what we're hopeful for is that the that Verizon will engage and in, in launch an expanded product, integrating some Smith functionality. Now, the, the, the first sign of this is this Drive product, which is getting independent marketing. And uh, you and I believe would have uh, great... Uh, attraction to parents who want to protect their kids uh, behind the wheel. And uh, the speculation was that uh, something is imminent. You've done your research. You think Verizon might be the first to launch this drive product. And that's what we're keyed on with respect to the Verizon relationship. Have I got that right? Yes. And and even if it's not Verizon that's offering that, I, I feel pretty confident that Verizon's going to be offering a more robust product down the down the pipeline. So I won't be, you know, disappointed if it's, if it's not Verizon, because I, I feel quite confident that that relationship with Smith and Verizon is going well and they have uh, mutual plans uh, to offer something more robust that we'll, we'll be seeing in the months and years ahead. Okay. Who's next? Well, I'd say T-Mobile. Um, you know, that's obviously what uh, people have been waiting on now for about two years uh, through various delays. You had uh, the merger, you had the had to defend that. T-Mobile had to defend that in court. Then you had COVID, and so a lot of things, a lot of reasons why that offering has been uh, delayed, uh, reasonable 
reasons that it's been delayed. Um, and there was an expectation, of course, Smith uh, set this themselves, that by mid-year, uh, sometime here in the summer, that they would launch with T-Mobile. So there was some disappointment. I think that's reflected in the stock price uh, after the last conference call that T-Mobile has been delayed again. Uh, Smith cited a reorganization uh, that happened at, at T-Mobile. That's something that we've in, investigated extensively. And, uh, you know, the, the short end of it is that I was pretty concerned that perhaps T-Mobile was going to pull the rug on Smith. Maybe they were doing something behind their back. But as I've done further research, I think the probability of that happening is very low. And it seems like uh, from the research that we're able to do, including some things that are what I would call objective research, meaning that it's not just talking to, to people at, at, that know about these companies, but actually um, viewing some things online. I, I can't go into detail about that because we want to make sure we, we keep our competitive advantage uh, on this. But we found some things online that would indicate that T-Mobile continues to move forward and progress with Smith Micro. And, uh, you know, again, they could theoretically launch it at any day. Now, the, uh, the best uh, success that Smith has had with its safe uh, family products was with Sprint. T-Mobile yep. acquired Sprint. So the existing relationship, the existing product um, uh, sits in this company. So the greatest history and therefore potentially the greatest future for Smith is with T-Mobile. And you're convinced that they are making progress. They're a little bit behind our expectations, but the progress continues and should T-Mobile launch, uh, this would be very favorable for Smith. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition to that, the, the success you mentioned that they had with Sprint, one thing I would point out is that T-Mobile and, and, and one of the complexities of this situation, okay, is that both T-Mobile and Sprint had two different family safety offerings when they merged. So now the combined T-Mobile Sprint, which is just T-Mobile, we'll call it. So T-Mobile now has four different offerings, only one of which was originally Smith Micro. So the thought is, it seems that what the company is, is signaling is that when T-Mobile launches this product, they're going to kind of shift everyone over that's on all four of those products, they're going to try to move them over to what's going to be called family mode, it sounds like, with T-Mobile, which is going to be operated by Smith Micro. So this is a significant move for T-Mobile, one they don't want to take lightly, and significant opportunity then, of course, uh, for Smith Micro to gain uh, those customers. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm imagining that uh, when, when T-Mobile does this, they're going to have a quite a robust offering that will, uh, you know, provide some incentive uh, for people to, to want to move over and, and transition to this new product, which will be operating on what Smith calls its uh, Safe Path 7 platform. It's its newest platform that has the most offerings uh, of anyone in the industry. And what we're talking about here is with respect to each of these carriers, potentially millions of subscribers paying a monthly subscription fee in the, you know, $10 plus range. And the, the way this works is the carrier and Smith have a revenue share. You know, we'll find out after the fact, if at all, what the revenue share is. But the idea is potentially millions of dollars per month in very high and uh, recurring 
uh, fees coming to Smith through its partnership with these major carriers. We've already talked about uh, Verizon. Now we're talking about T-Mobile. So this this could be this could be significant high margin revenue, uh, sustainable for years and years, which is why Smith is potentially a a, a very attractive stock to invest in. Yeah, absolutely. And what you mentioned, um, you know, about years and years. I mean, as as I just noted, you know, there's four different family safety offerings at T-Mobile right now, um, and so this just shows how hard it is once a company becomes entrenched there. Uh, in an offering like this, it becomes very hard to make a change completely away from them. And so even now, as it exists, there are companies that are that are receiving revenue, uh, albeit not growing because, uh, you know, T-Mobile is not promoting all of these different products. So some of them are just coasting, but they're still receiving revenue um, from these offerings. So, yeah, that once you once you get in there, once the revenue start to, starts to ramp, I mean, you're, you're talking about really a SaaS based offering. And so uh, Smith Micro can can earn this uh, revenue quite easily uh, for years and years to come. All right. Now, is there a third story? Yeah, I mean, there's a, the third one would be AT&T, and this is new and developing. We don't have a lot of information on that because the company that itself does not have a lot of information, but it's an extremely positive development. And that is that uh, they, they noted on the last conference call that AT&T has reversed course. The expectation was that AT&T was not interested in, in renewing a contract with Avast or with Smith Micro on their family safety offering. Everyone was sort of... Uh, you know, they couldn't figure out why on earth this was the case. Uh, you know, how, how would AT&T not have a family safety offering when all the other carriers are doing it? Well, Smith uh, said that AT&T has approached them. They reverse course on that. They've decided to have to, to um, engage uh, and talk about some type of offering. So we don't know what that will be yet. We don't know uh, how robust it will be. We don't even know if Smith will agree to uh, do that. It, it obviously, it has to be good for Smith as well, but it's extremely positive development as, as the company has noted, carriers don't often uh, just change on a dime. You know, it, there's a lot of bureaucracy in those types of organizations. So the fact that AT&T seems interested means that it's, it's you know, probably gone through a lot of different layers there of, of different teams and executives at AT&T. So hopefully they're serious uh, about so ramping up something there as well. What it appears is that we've got making current progress with all three of the major carriers in the United States, first Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. We already talked about how uh, each of these relationships could lead to millions of subscribers and millions of dollars of high high margin recurring revenue to Smith. So what is your theory on why Smith's stock has traded down uh, first since the acquisition of the Avast business? And more recently, it's now it's, it's down below five. If anything, the prospects and the excitement buzz around the company is higher right now than potentially it has ever been. Why is the stock weak? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think part of it is, uh, you know, when they made this acquisition of Avast, they had to they had to uh, raise capital and and dilute. Um, so, I mean, you know, one could argue it's a creative acquisition, but the reality is there's more shares outstanding. So. Um, I haven't checked the market cap compared to what it was before this offering, but it's probably actually similar. 
Um, and then I think I, my own personal opinion is just that the, the sentiment is sort of negative because of this delay with T-Mobile. I think some people are saying, you know, this is just never going to happen. And, I, you know, you can't blame them. Uh, most people are not going to do as in-depth research as, as our group is doing. And so, you know, uh, they're saying, well, they're, they, they've maybe seen other stocks making money. The market, you know, besides this week has, has been doing pretty well since the COVID crash. So I think people are saying, well, there's an opportunity cost as I sit here and wait, who knows how long it's going to go on. And so I think people are frustrated with that. And it's why I actually expect the stock to rally quite significantly uh, if and when T-Mobile launches. So I, I guess the, the, the term we use is we're in wait time right now. This, this just, just takes time for this stuff to develop. And when it does... Hopefully, holders of the Smith Microstock will be rewarded. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the reason I think they're going to be a rally when T-Mobile launches is because at this point, um, people that have been following Smith are fairly familiar with the story, and they understand and they saw what happened with Sprint and how quickly uh, that revenue picks up at super high margins. And, you know, you're, with T-Mobile, you're probably going to be talking about 85 to 90% gross margins on that business. And so people have seen this play out before and uh, they're going to, I think they're going to hop in for that ride. Yeah. Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to guide towards an understanding of what it is that uh, the community of breakout investors does, you know, where we do this deep research and we're not going to get impatient immediately prior to, um, major developments. And I'll just restate it. The, the stock is very weak right now. On the cusp, it seems, of potentially three significant, really in the case of Smith Micro, by far the most significant uh, events for the company in 10 years. And uh, we're seeing the stock weak because people are getting impatient. Uh, when you do your work and you understand what's going on, it's impossible to be anything but excited. At least that's how I'm reading the situation as you present it. Yeah. And I think it was maybe two conference calls ago, perhaps even three, you know, Bill Smith, who has, um, he's not exactly young um, by CEO standards and who's been around the block before uh, referred to this as something like a once in a generation or once in a lifetime opportunity. And, you know, if you go back and look at the history of Smith micro, the stock price and so forth, uh, if Bill is saying that, and, and Bill tends to be optimistic, that's fine. But um, he, you can see what what opportunity he's he's talking about. If you just go back and see some of the successes that they've had in the past, so the, it's something that I think is uh, we're on the cusp of it, and, and it could be something that's entirely transformational uh, for Smith Micro. Well, thank you, Aaron. That's a great place to end our test ten plus minute podcast. We are Breakout Investors. This podcast is meant as an easy on-ramp to understanding today's company and the research and collaboration we do. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and for other breakout ideas on the discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The Breakout Investor 10-Minute Podcast is syndicated and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, listen, and give us a five-star review. Some or all the speakers may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. The views in this podcast expressed are those of the speakers, not breakout investors.
This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Neither Breckon Investors nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty expressed or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information presented by this podcast and any liability, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, therefore is expressly disclaimed. No one on this podcast is an investment advisor. No one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company's stock, you must do your own research. Thank you for listening.